I need to address these other parts of my life, right? I can't just exercise all the time. It's not going to fix everything. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit. My guest today is Dr. Lynn Wagner. She is an integrative medicine physician who works in the Green Bay, Wisconsin area. Um, And Amanda and I have been following her work for years. I first came across her on Facebook and it was because um, my wife told me I had to check this, you know, check this doctor out. She is doing Facebook videos from her kitchen and teaching people how to cook in a way that will benefit their health. And I thought, wow, I got to see this. I got to get to know this doctor that is actually teaching people to eat healthier. And so I've been following her work for some time and I'm super excited to be able to have her on the podcast today. A few themes that you are going to love listening to. Here they are. The word lifestyle. I mean, that is what we spend most of our time talking about. And I want you to really focus in on the things that you hear. Um, when we have our little chat after the interview, I'm going to ask you a question, and it's it's this. What area of your lifestyle needs some work? Um, Dr. Wagner is going to take you through a number of different areas of lifestyle that might be causing you and me to be a little bit out of balance. So listen for those and listen for an answer to that question. Also, I want you to listen for the things that um, she calls non-negotiable parts of feeling better. Pay close attention to that. And then this idea, just be a human. (laughs) We don't have to be perfect in order to have a balanced lifestyle. Here's my interview with Dr. Wagner. So we were just talking about lifestyle. Like what, what does that mean to you? Yeah, no, that's a great question because um, lifestyle to me is, is the most critical thing to consider with, with health. Um, and we, as, as patients and as doctors try to jump past it. And that's, I was trained to jump past it. I was, mm. I was trained to not even consider it in traditional medical training. Um, and, and I tell every single one of my patients, you know, if you haven't looked at your lifestyle and you haven't tried to improve your lifestyle without making it perfect, because perfection is another problem, mm-hmm. um, you're, you're, fa- you're going to fall short of your goals. So no matter what, what physical condition, pain, anything, no matter what it is, if you haven't addressed lifestyle issues, then you're going to fall short. So, and when I say lifestyle, um, I mean, things like what you eat, how you move your body, whether it's with exercise or just active work, 
um, how well you sleep at night, mm-hmm. um, how well you can, you handle your stress and your emotions and mental resiliency, um, your relationships with others and yourself, um, your spiritual connection, if that's important to you, your ability to, um, follow things that you love to do. Meaning like, do you have a purpose? Do you have a passion? If it's out, even if it's not in your job, you know, do you think, do things that fulfill your, your soul, fill your soul or fill your bucket. And then there's one more. Oh yeah. Your, um, your natural environment. So what do you surround your body with both positive and negative? I yes. think I covered it all. There's like eight things. Yeah. You said in the message you sent me, I was like, okay, I want to, I want to dig into some more of these specifics, but I don't, we'll see if we have time. Might, yeah. I'll have you back again. Um, well, yeah. And I actually, I just, I actually just created a course on my website. That's a free course that is literally like anyone can go in there and there's a video on every single one of those sections Oh, cool! with some handouts and stuff like that. Just because okay. I found that like, I love taking care of patients, but when they see me one-on-one, I should really be doing more like higher level doctoring work with them and not necessarily like not, not necessarily lifestyle coaching. And so it kind of gives them an opportunity to philosophically understand what I mean by lifestyle and then come to see me as a doctor and do more higher level care. Right. Yeah. Film, film the general education stuff first. And then, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about you specifically. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so the community that we have, as you probably know, and I think I mentioned this to you, like they're, they're exercisers. Right. And a lot of times they come to us with, wanting to begin this process of a better lifestyle completely and i always think like exercise gets like the it gets the center stage almost of that and maybe mm-hmm. it's just the realm i'm in but i feel like right. that's the exciting thing that's oh i gotta lose weight okay i'm gonna work out right but, i would say food and exercise are the yeah are the ones. yep yeah and we're, a lot of our work lately has been trying to help and that's where this podcast started trying to help to expose at least our our members and our community to all the other things that really contribute to their wellness. hundred percent. So yeah, because, go ahead. Oh, no. Well, my question was, what are some of the things you found that give you the most bang for your buck when it comes to those lifestyle aspects, those habits, those practices? Yeah. I mean, and that, it's an important concept because um, the, you know, you can't run away from your fork. You've heard that before, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I, and I used to do this in my life is I, I used to run six, seven miles a day, just hard. I was a hardcore exerciser, but I ate like crap, you know, and I didn't check my stress and I didn't sleep well. You know, this is when I was a med student and a resident and I was kind of gutting out those tough years. Um, and, and it took me to, to develop some symptoms and problems to actually like take a step back and say, Oh my, I need to address these other parts of my life. Right. I can't just exercise all the time. It's not going to fix everything. So, so that was kind of my personal transition into looking at the whole picture. Um, and, and people it's, it's going to be really helpful for people you work with to realize that they have this goal. They have, you know, they have this goal that they're working towards. They're starting with exercise, but if you work on all the other aspects, it's just going to be synergistic and then they're all going to work better and the exercise will work better and the weight loss mm-hmm. will be better. You're going to want to eat healthier. So it all kind of works together. Um, and then personally, you know, what I, what the things that I do, um, and I kind of look at my own lifestyle, like I have hacks, right? Like, first yeah. of all, it's never going to be perfect. And I acknowledge that and realize that, and I don't want it to be perfect because I like to have fun. 
I really like to have fun. And sometimes having fun doesn't mean it's healthy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're from, oh, absolutely. I'm from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Like we ben Jerry's. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I'm from Wisconsin. I'm going to be a Wisconsin girl the rest of my life. Um, so that I have, but I have some things that I'm like pretty like consistent with. Right. So, um, people make fun of me all the time for my sleep wake schedule. You know, I'll be at a party mm -hmm. and if it's like getting close to 10 o'clock, I start to get kind of edgy. Like I get anxious because I was like, I'm like, I need to be in bed because I know I'm not going to sleep past five 36, no matter what. And so if I cut into those evening hours, it's just going to affect my next day. So, mm -hmm. so I'm pretty, pretty, um, rigid about my sleep wake schedule for the okay. most part, every once in a while, I'll let her rip and stay up till, you know, midnight or one in the morning, but that's pretty rare. Mm -hmm. Um, and my diet that's as you, you know, you said, you've seen yeah. me a lot doing stuff in my kitchen. Um, that has been an evolution, but it's becoming pretty bulletproof where, I have the same breakfast every morning. I have left, leftovers for lunch. Um, I don't stray in the snacks too often into processed foods or sugary foods. Um, and the dinners are usually a pretty healthy dinner about 80, 80, 85% of the time. Yeah. And, and, and doing that kind of allows me to maintain what I, how I, how I want my life to be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that's, I'm pretty, I don't like the word rigid cause that makes it sound too strict, but I'm pretty rigid about my diet in a healthy way, I would say. Um, and then I'm trying to think of the other things that we talked. Oh, so sleep. Oh, exercise. So exercise, that's been a huge evolution for me as well. I exercise every single day. And, mm -hmm. and I think people think that's excessive, but people don't realize how we have, we've become such a sedentary population. You know, we went from being hunters and gatherers and farmers and active factory workers. And I mean, we were active society. And then as time went on, you know, starting with TV dinners and remote controls. And I mean, now we have cars that drive for us and it's like, we're like, it, we're like taking out everything about being a natural human being and making it I don't, automatic and, yeah. and that's affecting all of our bodies. And so, you know, you can say exercising every day is a excessive, but we have to, like, if you, mm -hmm. if you literally have to, if you want to be healthy, does that make sense? So those are kind of like, yeah. I kind of follow those, those things pretty rigidly. Okay. I could talk more about the other thing, other things yeah. too. But. So those, ha those are, those are like foundation habits for you. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I think, you know, you also mentioned like, um, a morning ritual. I would say that's like the last thing that I'm pretty mm -hmm. consistent with every day is I get up usually before anyone in the household gets up just naturally. That's kind of how I wake up. Um, and most of the time, unless I have like an early appointment or something, um, I will spend time just sitting in a chair, not not meditating necessarily, maybe praying a little bit, maybe meditating a little bit, but like just not doing anything. Um, and that's evolving. You know, I've done meditation in the past. I try to make it more prayerful. And then after that, I'll spend some time either reading, whether it's like a prayer book or an inspirational book or journaling, but I give myself about 30 minutes every morning of just like that time. Um, and then I follow it with coffee, um, exercise and breakfast. So that's also another pretty rigid routine I have. Okay. Got it. I was, I was going to ask, like, it seems like, like I can imagine that you're super busy, but you've been able to carve out time for all these important, these important things. Like, that's something we hear a lot, right? Like, Oh, I'm just, I'm too busy to, yeah, we're all too busy to cook. I'm too busy to, to work out consistently. Right. So what, like, what would you tell your, your patients there, if they there, took that? <laughs> I mean, I just, it's, I'm getting more blunt with my patients. It's like, if you're coming to see me, you want to feel better. And if you want to feel better, these are non-negotiable, non-negotiable parts of feeling better. You can't mm. hack your way out of exercise, sleep, diet, and stress reduction and resiliency. You just can't. Got it. 
So I don't care what supplements you take or drugs you take or what you do. You can't, you can't hack yourself out of the fact that you're a mammal. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're, you're just too busy to feel good then, I guess. Yeah. Right? Like that, that's fine. <laughs> We're not a good fit. <laughs> and well, that sounds really yeah. harsh, but, but we have to, we have to wake up to the reality. Like you're either going to awaken to the fact that you're, that you need to do some of these things or you can continue to feel the way you feel. And there's a lot of people, I would say more people than not, who are resigned to feeling the way they want to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not my goal. That's not my target population. My target mm-hmm. population is the people who are coming to you, who are inquisitive, who are wondering, who are exploring and trying different things out because, because we, we shift more of us into that category and it'll just trickle effect and affect other people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Um, and it doesn't mean by any means that I have it all figured out. You know, I always tell my patients, we're not going to figure, you know, I, I have this whole, this lifestyle wheel that I use and I'm like, let's try to fill in all these parts of your lifestyle wheel, get them as good as possible. And I said, but realize you're never going to have it all filled in because if you had it all filled in, you'd probably be in heaven because you'd be perfect. <laughs> you know, you're well, that's, gonna be that's on not life, right? yeah. Life's always changing too. Right. Yeah, so right. if you've got it all filled in, then maybe you're a tree. <laughs> Right. Right. Or you're, or you're, you know, (laughs) lying yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I appreciated that when we were messaging earlier, one of the first things you said is that you're always learning. Always. So what are some of the, what are some of the resources that have benefited you that, that like the general population would have access to? Like I would imagine you have access to all things that we wouldn't be necessarily reading, but um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I love books. I, I probably, I'm usually reading like anywhere between three and five books at a time. And it doesn't mean I finish them quickly. It might take me six months to finish a book, but you know, I personally love reading. I know that's not for everyone. My husband is not, doesn't love reading. I have kids who, you know, they're all on electronics, so they don't read anymore. We'll see what happens with that generation, but <laughs> I'm still always encouraging it. Um, but podcasts have been really powerful for me. So I was really kind of late to showing up to that game. I don't know how you were with that, but I really didn't start doing podcasts a lot until the last year. Yeah. Last couple of years for me too. That I've And I just, you know, what I did is I, I, I started seeking out the people who I follow on social media and who inspire mm-hmm. me. And then I, I stalked them a little bit and then um, went to their podcast page and, and would just kind of look through the episodes and see what looked interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And, and then I found a couple of, of podcasts that, for now are good for me and I'm learning a lot from. So that's been really educational for me. And then um, I I do a lot of continuing education through different um, institutions for medical, for doctors. So like there's a the anti-aging institute, it's called A4M and they do a lot of training for physicians who are doing like anti-aging or integrative or functional medicine. And so I do a lot of, a lot of classes through that. Okay. And then I, and then I try to um, surround myself with people who I, who I'll learn from. So, so people that aren't necessarily like, just like me, you know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. you can surround yourself with people who are all just like you, but then what are you going to do? Just talk about all the stuff you already know. <laughs> so I try to like surround myself with people who are different than me, who have different opinions, political preferences, um, don't live in this state, you know? So I have a, I have a, a tribe of people that are kind of all over the country and hopefully someday the world just to get different perspectives on things and always be growing and learning. Oh, cool. Thanks that makes sure. sense. Yeah. Um, I want to, can we dig into the word resiliency a little bit? Yeah. Um, I, and I think obviously after this past year, that, that is a pretty, you know, key word. Very, <laughs> very 2020. Key. 
yes. resiliency. Yes. Uh, what, like, what role have you found that that plays in overall wellness? Or, or what are some ways? Let me let me try that again. What are some ways that we can develop that? So that's where that's it's such a simple answer because it's lifestyle. So resiliency, the way I see resiliency is it's, is it's, it's your body's ability to stay in a state of balance, despite all the stuff that goes on around you, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's road rage or political craziness, or you're exposed to an infection, a toxin in the environment that, so how your body deals with what's happening to it and how it can stay in a pretty good state of balance is, is what resiliency means to me. So, and that's not just a physical thing. A resiliency is a, is a mind, body, spirit thing, right? So, so you can make your body really resilient, but if you're not emotionally resilient and mentally resilient, um, you're going to suffer just as much as if your body's suffering. So, so that's how I view resiliency. And, and that's where you can just simplify it. I always come back to lifestyle because if you are sleeping well, you're eating health, fairly healthy. Um, you're exercising and moving your body in a healthy, balanced way. You're keeping connected with others. So you're not lonely. Um, you are getting out in nature and experiencing the natural world and you're checking in on your mental health and your emotions. Um, those are all things that are just going to keep your result, get your resiliency higher and higher and higher. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you're never, you're never gonna be perfect. I mean, I had road rage today. I was driving home from an appointment this morning and someone was going 23 in a 25 mile an hour lane. And I was like, just kind of like, Oh, you know what I mean? And so, so we all are, we're human beings, but it's just like, how, how, how much can you change your body's response and your reaction to that? Because, mm-hmm. you know, having a stress hormone surge like that is never going to be good for you. Yeah. So how, do you, how do you diminish that? So as I'm listening, I feel like it's, maybe recognizing when you're out of balance and yes. then kind of like checking in maybe on, or you mentioned the wheel that you use with your patients, right? Yep. Like which one of those things right now is the thing that I need to give some attention to hundred percent. I do. And I do that all the time. I'm um, this is, this might be TMI, but you know, I'm a woman, so I have a cycle and if I have bad PMS, so like that 24 hours before my period, that can either be no, like I don't, I don't even notice it. I just like go, coast right through it, or it can feel really severe where I'll, I'll be like, gosh, why do I feel so off today? I feel kind of down. I don't want to do anything or I'm really, you know, angry or whatever. Um, and I can always look back at the week or two before and identify what was happening in my own lifestyle Mm -hmm. that made me not balanced. Cause it comes, you know, it'll come out hormonally with people. Um, I'm trying to think of a good equivalent with men for that. I would say rage, anger and rage. You know, you have men who are like super angry, raging all the time, super reactive, harsh. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a a very, very indicative of being unbalanced. Mm -hmm. And it might be, it might be unbalanced that they've been like life, they've had like a lifelong of emotional imbalance, or it might be that they're stressed at work and overtired or not eating healthy, whatever. It's usually kind of both. It uh, it reminds me of, you know, like the word disease, like we say, we think of illness, but it just means literally like you're not at ease you're yeah. in a state of dis- ease <laughs> like, there's some yeah, I mean, disease it's, it's, it's just like infections you know with covid it's if your body's not in balance you look at who you know this is what frustrates me about covid is all we talk about is 
is the drugs to cure it and the vaccine and all this stuff. And like, if we look at what's actually happening, it's the people who are not in balance who are getting mm -hmm. sick from it. And there's obviously outliers. There's obviously some people who are super healthy who've had some really disastrous um, consequences from it, but that's not the norm. You know, yeah. by far the majority are it, elderly is one thing, you know, they're, they're out of balance just because their age of their age, yeah. but then everyone else, it was because of comorbidities. It was because of obesity and diabetes mm -hmm. and all diseases that are preventable, mostly preventable with lifestyle. I mean, they say that like 80 to 90% yeah. of chronic disease is preventable. Yeah. So that's a classic example of, um, of balance and resiliency and how, how your resiliency, resiliency will break down if you're not in balance wow. and how lifestyle is always the answer Yeah. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. What? Oh, I wanted to ask about, um, clean up your environment. Yeah. Talk about that. Like what, what, what does that mean? And yeah, and that, that, that category is a little bit difficult, difficult to describe just because it's so it's all inclusive. Um, so I, I, define that as like what your body's surrounded with both positive and negative things. So, um, when you're trying to like clean up your environment, you want to take out the stuff that's toxic. So that could be toxic people. We've all had people that we're in relationships with that we've let drag on for too long who are toxic, um, cleaning up the like chemicals, endocrine disruptors and that kind of stuff in your environment. So cosmetics, cleaning things in your home, mm -hmm plastic shower curtains, BPA, all that kind of stuff. Um, excessive use of alcohol, caffeine, drugs, those kind of toxins. Mm -hmm. Um, those are some and pesticides. So like, you know, using the clean 15 dirty dozen to maybe choose more organic produce when it's affordable and when it's okay. looks good. And then that's the negative stuff that you want to take out when you're cleaning up your environment. But then you also have to think about like, what can you add that's positive? So surround yourself with people you want to be like, you know, they say you're supposed to, you're, you're going to be most like the five people you spend the most time with, yeah. um, get out in nature. I mean, that alone is probably one of the yeah. most single, most powerful things that I have in my life is getting out in nature as much as possible. Get some fresh air. Yeah. Get some fresh air. Um, eating healthy food, you know, it's like, what do you, what can you add that's positive, clean up your house, make sure it's not just a total mess and cluttered and mm. chaotic. Cause that's going to okay. reflect how you feel internally. Yeah. So that's kind of a big category. Yeah. Cool. Um, I want to be respectful, respectful of your time here, but one last question. Yeah. Um, as I can imagine as, as someone is listening, they might be feeling like, whoa, I have, I have a lot that could be fixed here. Yes. What advice would you give to someone who might be feeling that way? Who maybe is just maybe starting out on this journey of improving their lifestyle? Yeah, that's, I love it. And at, first of all, I would say congratulations because you've moved past the point of being unaware and complacent to being aware. And that's a great, that's a great, huge, big step because, and there's nothing wrong with being unaware. You know, there's some people who are unaware just because they haven't, are you still there? Breaking yeah. up a little bit. Yep. I'm okay. here. Um, there's some people who are unaware because they just haven't been exposed to it. So, so there's nothing wrong with being unaware, but to go from the step of unaware to aware is amazing. Congratulations. And then second of all, I would say, um, you know, and I, I had to be careful when I first started seeing patients in my practice, I used to just blast them with like every single thing in the lifestyle wheel. I'd be like, you have to do this and this and this, and I'd be so excited. And I, I, I have this thing where when I see a patient, I see how they are today. And I see how I would like them to be and what they would, what they need to do to get there. Um, 
And I would like tell them everything all at once. And then they'd be super overwhelmed. So I've gotten a lot better at that. So now I say, okay, you're going to be climbing Mount Everest. Like, look at this as if you're climbing Mount Everest and I'm one of your Sherpas and you're going to have other Sherpas as well. Cause there's, we're, I call, we're all like tribes of, we're a tribe of healers, basically. So depending on your needs, you're going to get people to help you and look at this as a, as a journey. So you have to just take your first step. So choose what you want to work on first. And that's where, when I use my lifestyle wheel, um, which, like I said, if people want, like, if they went to my website, it's going to be easily accessible in this thing called the docs toolbox. Um, all my handouts are in there for free. Um, but basically you do the wheel, you look at your own lifestyle and then you say, okay, I see where I'm, where I, this is where I'm missing the most. And this is what is really interesting to me. So I'm just naturally going to start there. So you naturally are seeing people who are starting with the exercise part. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of times when I work with patients, we start with the food part just because that's my, that's kind of my mojo. Um, but I just say, start with one thing or a couple things, and then realize that you're going to have, you're going to get off path. Sometimes you're going to go backwards, but the end goal is that you get to the summit and you'll get there if you keep working on it. So just step one, where do you want to start? Step one, one, yeah. It's like, how do you eat, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Yeah. I can't remember who said that quote, but I think it's pretty yeah. powerful. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Dr. Lynn Wagner. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Let's chat. <laughs> that was awesome. Wasn't it? Um, and as we wrap up, I want to share the way that you can access um, the tools that Dr. Wagner was talking about in the interview, but let's talk just a little bit about those themes again that I asked you to listen for. Um, first of all, everything around the word lifestyle, <laughs> and that was basically the whole conversation, right? But in particular, I thought it was really valuable for us to acknowledge the fact that she highlighted that whatever our goals are, um, weight loss or improving our health and wellness, it works better when you're working on the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing being your whole lifestyle. So, you know, we talked about proper rest. We talked about relationships with other people and with yourself. We talked about, um, obviously, eating well um, and getting out into nature. Um, there's so many things that impact our health and wellness. So <laughs> let's acknowledge that fact. We can't just exercise all of our problems away. Although movement, of course, is an important component of the whole thing, just like we talked about. Um, secondly, we talked about non-negotiable aspects of um, feeling better, non-negotiable parts of feeling better. And I want to just capitalize on that word non-negotiable. I really want to emphasize that because um, just like we talked about, you know, if we're too busy to do some of these things, then let's face it, we're just too busy to feel good. We're just too busy to be healthy. And I think you would agree that if we're that busy, then we're just plain too busy and we need to set some better boundaries and make some adjustments in our priorities so that um we can continue to live the life that we that we want to live, right? So that we can continue to keep our health as a priority and we can continue then to have the energy, the stamina, and the health and wellness to take care of those all those other important priorities. And then the third theme that I asked you to listen for, and that was 
this one. Just be okay with being human. Uh, we have um, certain things that we absolutely need in order to have good health. And the reality is we'll never do them all perfectly. We're never going to all be 10 out of 10 um, perfect sleepers, perfect eaters, perfect hydrators, perfect exercisers, perfect in our relationships with others. Like the reality is life is always changing. Things are always changing. Um, our circumstances are always changing. And so we're going to have to constantly be revisiting the things that we're doing in order to have balance and good health. Um, that's just the way it is. So when we accept that, it takes some of the pressure off. We're all a work in progress, and we are going to continue to be a work in progress. But we have to do the work. Speaking of work, I want to share Dr. Wagner's work with you. She mentioned this in the episode when we first met. It wasn't ready yet. It is now. I checked it out. You are going to be blown away. So please go to her website. It's lynnkwagner.com. And then toward the top of the page, you're going to see a button to click on called the Docs Toolbox. Um, you can enroll in her course um, that will give you a nice, well-rounded um, analysis of each of these areas, including the, the lifestyle balance wheel that she mentioned in the episode. You, could, you can download it. All the materials are able to be downloaded, and then there's videos of Dr. Wagner teaching on those topics. And I, I kid you not, it is absolutely free. It's awesome that she's making it away, uh, available for us. So go check it out. Like I said, you are going to be blown away with the fact that you have access to it for free. So please go there and um, continue to support yourself in having a balanced and healthy life. Now, just in conclusion, I want to go back to what she talked about at the end of our conversation. That was just start. Just like climbing Mount Everest, take a step. And my question for you is what will that step be? Will it be sleep, nutrition, cleaning up your environment, working on moving more consistently? Celebrate yourself for being here right now, for staring up at the top of the mountain, and for being about to take another step forward. Keep learning, keep moving forward. So uh, in conclusion here, I just want to invite you to check in and ask yourself, how am I doing how am I feeling when it comes to that word balance? Am I feeling out of balance? If so, what might be the area of my lifestyle that needs some attention? And how might I begin to take a small step forward? And what can you do that's positive? Positive forward movement. And you know, I'm going to be back here with you next week with another episode. So I want to invite you this week to commit to yourself that you will take that small step forward to make a positive change in your life. And really, the smaller, the better. 
If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path to being the healthy person you want to be, just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve. 